Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Wednesday, November 1st. We are down to just 60 days left in the year. On this date in 1765, British Parliament passed the Stamp Act, which taxed virtually every piece of paper American colonists used, from newspapers to playing cards. It prompted stiff resistance from the colonists. And on this date in 1969, the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, had his first number one hit single in seven years. The song was Suspicious Minds. For your morning trivia, on this date in 1968, Apple Records released Wonderwall Music, the first solo album by a member of the Beatles. But which Beatle was it? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's check in on that Live 5 first alert weather forecast over at the Weather Center. Hey, good Wednesday morning. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovi. Temperatures cooling this morning. You're noticing a change outside and it will be a sunny, breezy and chilly day throughout. Wind out of the north at 15 to 25 miles per hour. High temperatures only in the mid to upper 50. So it will be a day where you're grabbing the coats and a lot of you will be wearing those throughout the day. You'll definitely need them tonight. Temperatures will drop on average down into the 30s. We do have some freeze warnings. Could get down close to freezing briefly tomorrow morning. Well away from the coastline. Not too worried about any frost tomorrow morning with the wind staying up a little bit overnight. 62 sunshine on Thursday, but warming up will we'll return to the 70s by the weekend. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. Right now, we are currently working to get more details after a man was mauled and killed by dogs yesterday afternoon. He was walking through a Monk's Corner neighborhood when it all happened. Our Emily Johnson was at the scene and tells us where officials are with the investigation. One man was mauled and killed by two pit bull dogs here at the Pleasant Oaks Mobile Park in Monk's Corner yesterday afternoon. According to the Berkeley County Sheriff's Office, they responded around 4.40 p.m. to the area of Ayers Drive off of Old Whitesville Road. Deputies say the incident was unprovoked by the man passing by. They received a 911 call from someone driving past the neighborhood where they saw the dogs attacking the man. The deputies say the two dogs were able to be contained and are in custody in Berkeley County. He says that they're no longer a danger to the community. I believe our 911 caller was traveling down Old Whitesville Road and saw the dogs dragging around an object and turned around and then discovered that that object was a was a human being, was a person. And she did what she could um, to, to try to... Um, you know, in the attack, but there, there wasn't much to be done. As the investigation continues, any charges against the dog's owners are unknown at this time. In Monk's Corner, Emily Johnson, Life 5 News. A woman is continuing to mourn the death of her husband nearly two months after he was shot in their Charleston home. Yolinda Shine Powell says she is still searching for answers about what happened on Drake Street leading up to September 13th. That day, Charleston police found her husband, Bryant Powell, shot dead in their home and ruled his death a murder. Police say this is an open and very active investigation, and they're welcoming any tips about that area during the time of the shooting. Powell's wife says he was a kind and giving man who their family misses very much. It's just sad that he's lost his life to probably someone who he thought he could trust. This was very trustworthy of people. Sometimes some of my arguments came of that. 
he poured himself out to the community. And that's what happened to be his demise. And I just wish that the community now can stand up for him like he would stand up for them and come together because I know somebody heard something. I know somebody knew something. Heartbreaking to hear that. And you can contact Charleston Police or Lowcountry Crime Stoppers with any information about the case. Powell says she is also planning a vigil for her husband on Drake Street on no- Monday, November 13th. A judge has denied motions made by an accused murderer's defense team over the release of jailhouse phone calls. Ryan Manigo is charged in connection to the deaths of six people in Green Pond, including his 11-year-old daughter. We requested the calls Manigo made after his arrest, but his attorneys argued in court that because they are recorded by a third-party service, they're not public record. But in a new order yesterday, the judge disagreed. The defense also filed a motion for reconsideration and requested a pause in the release of those records. The judge denied that request as well. We now know the name of the victim of a deadly hit and run in North Charleston. The Charleston County Coroner's Office has identified the victim as 53-year-old Annabelle Gomez. North Charleston police say that crash happened on Remount Road at Corner Avenue around 8.30 Friday night. Investigators say a truck hit Gomez and left the scene. Police have released the license plate numbers of the truck they believe was involved in that crash. They tell us it's WGH199. They say it's a Ford F-150 and could be a model between the years 2002 and 2008 with either a quad cab or extended cab with aftermarket headlights and either a two-tone toolbox or cooler in the truck bed. Anyone who's got any information about who was maybe driving or who see those numbers is asked to call police. That number is on your screen, 843-607-2076. A second arrest has been made in the deaths of two brothers in Hanahan. Hanahan police say that they've arrested a second minor on murder charges. Police say the shooting happened at the South Point Apartments on September 30th. Officers say they found two men who had been shot in an apartment. A second juvenile was arrested on October 11th and also charged with murder. A former Pine Ridge police chief from the Midlands has been convicted on charges of cyber stalking and threats in a multi-victim sextortion scheme. 66-year-old William Parker, on your screen here, pleaded guilty to those charges. He used to serve as the police chief again in that town of Pine Ridge. Officials say Parker admitted to sending threatening emails, texts, and voice messages from spoofed accounts and phone numbers to a number of female victims. He faces up to 20 years in federal prison. The faith-based rehabilitation organization Changed Lives Ministry has finally finished renovating its men's campus after being awarded a grant last year. To celebrate the new renovations, the organization is hosting a ribbon-cutting ceremony today. Live 5's Destiny Kennedy joins us live in Monk's Corner at the Changed Lives Ministry. And Destiny, how has the organization made a difference in the community? Good morning. Good morning, Nick and Shelby. The Change Lives Men's Campus has been a beacon for hope for those battling addiction. They were awarded $175,000, and the result of that funding is truly remarkable. 
with the grant they've paved their driveways created beautiful landscaping added a basketball court and even installed a playground for visiting children on the weekends additionally they've enhanced security with new cameras and refurbished their old buildings to match the new ones this extensive renovation not only improves their facility but also enhances the experience for those seeking help the heart of their mission lies in transforming lives through their free faith-based rehabilitation program. They offer support, guidance, and hope to those on the path of recovery. Their success stories are a testament to their dedication with a 67.5% success rate based on the men and women still being sober and active in church for six months after the program. Tommy Turpin, Director of Community Relations of Change Live Ministries, told me how important community involvement is to the program. Um, I've seen this this ministry go from just this building being dilapidated, for lack of a better term, um, to all of this so that we continue that mission. I get excited because I know that we can overcome drug uh, addiction in this country, but I think we'll have to do it with a community effort, um, everyone helping each other. Berkeley County Supervisor Johnny Cribb will be at today's event to cut the ribbon and share a few words. He'll be joined by Berkeley County Council members and the finance team. The ribbon cutting kicks off at 10 a.m. here at Change Live Ministry. The community is encouraged to come out. Reporting live in Monk's Corner, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. The town of Mount Pleasant is set to open the Von Ed Key Parkway, honoring the late police officer who lost his life in the line of duty. Nearly 38 years ago, Officer Von Edward Key stopped a drunk driver on Coleman Boulevard. During the traffic stop, a second drunk driver hit Officer Key as he stood by his police car, killing him. A grand opening for the Von Ed Key Parkway is set for this morning at 10 a.m. A ceremony will take place at the intersection of the Parkway and North Highway 17. If you drive down I-26 regularly, you might have seen a few changes in the past few weeks. Tree cutting projects are making room for new development, but it is upsetting some North Charleston neighbors. The tree cutting neighborhood projects have been active for the past week now. It's one of the first steps in clearing the area for the Palmetto Commerce Interchange project. The goal of the new development is to improve traffic and commute along the highway. But businesses and homeowners living near the construction say the work has made their every day routines unbearable. They say without the trees, there's nothing to block out the noise or other safety hazards off the highway. Charleston County released a statement about the PCI project saying that they plan to host a public meeting on the project sometime in the coming months. The Dorchester School District 2 Board of Trustees gathered for a board workshop to receive information on rezoning school attendance boundaries. Demographic research presented at the board showed the population growth in the area to help determine where the schools should be zoned. The need for rezoning comes with the rapid growth and development in Dorchester County and to relieve overcrowding in the classrooms. The district superintendent says the meeting was the first step in the rezoning process and hopes the board can make a decision by January. Opportunities for public feedback will be provided and available later this month. 
The South Carolina Commission on Higher Education has announced a new agreement for college students wanting to transfer across the state. Now, the new agreement will now allow them to do more at two, do at more in two dozen state colleges and universities without the risk of losing credits and ultimately help them graduate on time. The agreement was signed by presidents and chancellors from each of the eligible institutions. The agreement makes it less likely for students to take duplicate courses, reducing the cost of going to school. The release from the CHE says that the agreement reinforces institutional commitments to creating and sustaining a comprehensive credit transfer process. To see a full list of those eligible schools, you can read this web story on live5news.com. At the top of the show, I told you that on this date in 1968, the first solo album by a member of the Beatles was released. That album, titled Wonderwall Music, was from George Harrison. Celebrating birthdays on this Wednesday, country singer Bill Anderson is 86. Falcon Crest actor Robert Foxworth is 82. Singer Lyle Lovett is 66. Actor and TV personality Jenny McCarthy is 51. And actor Penn Badgley is 37. Thank you so much for joining us for Morning Y'all from Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.